Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So everybody's getting labeled. They have a generation for, or I should say, they have a label for almost every generation or... Or, or participants in some movement. Or some niche in a generation. Right. Now there's this generation boomerang. Have you heard of this? Well, I have heard of it in that people will grow up in a community, leave for college, maybe work for a little while, and then come back to the community. That's how I've heard yeah. it. I was uh, watching a... And, and then re, I read a couple of good articles um, yesterday in regards to this and... It's being brought up again because of the pandemic and then uh, the the burden of student loan debt Mm -hmm. and all of these other things. But uh, this thing of Gen Z and young millennials moving back in with their parents is apparently bigger than I thought. And the reason being is, again, what, what I just brought up student debt and Mm -hmm. and the student debt that they're dealing with today is uh can see can seem almost insurmountable and then a lot of them uh having difficulty making enough money to live by themselves versus with roommates and they figure if they've got roommates they might as well just go back home Mm mm-hmm so are they working while they're living with their oh, parents? A lot of them are. Sure. A lot of them are. Now, b- before anybody wants to demonize this, first of all, uh, on a personal basis, I could have never done it. When I was out of high school, I, I got out of the house, and then shortly thereafter, I was in the service in the Marine Corps, and after that four-year separation, and they cut the apron strings, yep. there was no way you were getting me to move back in with my parents. Like, I, there was just no way. Right? So I went to college, and then transferred colleges and lived at home while I finished my college education. Yeah. But as soon as I graduated from college, I got a job and left. Sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably, I would think most of my generation was out of the house in their very early twenties at the latest. Yeah. That's, I think I was 19 or 20 when I I, left for good. Yeah. When I got out of high school, I was like, see ya. (laughs) Well, my dad honestly was like, if you're going to live with me, you're going to pay rent. You're not, you're not just living here. That's not, that's not a thing. You could do that until you're 18 and yep. you graduate from high school. But after that, this is not your free ride. Sure. You're going to, and then I, that's, you know, and that worked as actually as an incentive. Cause I was like, well, as long as I'm paying rent, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my own place. And that, and I did. And I lived with my brother for a short period of time while I was in college. And then that was uh, a lot of apartments, home rentals mm-hmm. and stuff. Cause in radio, you're on the move. And that was a different time. Right. What's what what do you think is the as far as time what's changed? Well, I just today? mean like things cost so much now. Rent is astronomical and Did you right. ever do the roommate where you had like three or four roommates? I did for 3 months and I had one roommate okay. and then that was it. I had the three or four roommate thing for years. But I was willing to go to the lowest end of yeah. town, right? So that you could be by yourself. Yeah, just because I did not want a roommate. So I was like, I will go to what people would consider an uninhabitable environment, and I will live 
down here by myself and be fine. And I was like, I want this cute townhouse, right. even if I have to live with yes. four other girls <laughs> right. to do it. But on that same note, when I got out of the service and I was working, I was living in Maplewood, had an apartment at that time, and I worked in uh, at, at that an alternative learning center. It was security, mm-hmm. and it was in uh, Frogtown University in Dale in St. Paul. And I learned there dealing with a lot of the uh, Hmong business owners in that community because it's just a, a load of them there, right? And uh, I learned how be, not to just can't just lump everybody into one category because it was a cultural thing where these families would live together mm-hmm. and there would be, I mean, the mom and dad, kids, aunts and uncles, yeah. literally. And I will say this, hardest working individuals I've ever met in my life and they were all working. And then when Susie wanted to get out, I'm just using Susie as an example sure. of the name. Guess what? They paid cash for a house. Yeah, I worked with some girls um, who were Hmong American when I lived in Lacrosse, and they also lived with multi generation in multi generational yeah. homes. Yeah, and it, it and it wasn't. I mean, this is something that happens not just here. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cultural thing. Yes, and they're they're tight knit. They're very close, and uh, they saved money. They worked hard. They ran great businesses. And it was, and I, I always admired that. I'm like, they would go out and pay cash for homes. I and I was like, wow, actually, that's the way to do it. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. yeah. I have actually read some articles about the benefits of multi-generational living. Like even for people our age, like to have our parents living with us and the benefits of like that time with grandkids and the help and but I, I, I couldn't do it no it's not for me <laughs> and I and then that's no offense to my parents right right well I'm, I'm the same way I'm like I'm like I love my mom but yeah. I, I don't you know come on right you, I mean you here's it, it goes back to this I think and a lot of it what we mentioned earlier was a cultural thing mm-hmm. I think that a lot of young people who are raised in this country Right. And and it and multi-generations, right? I think it's just a way of life. Mm-hmm. And that's there's nothing wrong with that either way. But I think that's our thought pattern, and that's why we're like that. Everybody wants to get out. And if when they talk to uh Gen Z and young millennials, they don't necessarily want to be living with mom and dad. Oh, okay. Right? They don't. This is a choice that they're, they're- well, I, kind of forced into a lot of them are given the option that they will tell you this it's either i have roommates Mm -hmm. or i'm at home and if i'm at home i can still pay my parents uh negotiated price Mm -hmm. and save a ton of money right and still know what you're getting and not have to deal with the conflict of having roommates whether or not not paying rent having people over at night and it's a lot you know there's a lot roommates of are hard yeah especially i mean that's right because you get accustomed to a lifestyle that you grew up with yeah right so the option is better and for some of these parents they don't mind and i think if and it, it, they're out working right and they're paying rent and 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 paying I don't know what the negotiated, but they say that that's important to do that mm-hmm. before you decide to do something work out an agreement that you have because you're getting everything paid for utilities, your food, yeah. your, your room, 
all of it, right? So it's a pretty good package for a young person. But for some of them that are paying five or $600 a month for student loan payments, you know, that's something I never had to deal with. My, my largest student loan payment ever was $87 oh, a month. Geez. That was the biggest it ever got. And then I paid it off. I had my GI bill, which was only $12,000, but that I never got into debt. I mean, I, I, I was smart enough, street smart enough by the time I got into college after being in the service to where I didn't take loans out and then go to go to Cabo or Cancun well, I, on spring break. I, I didn't do that. <laughs> but either. there's a lot of them that do. There's a lot right. that do. I didn't do that either. But I, my loan payments were hefty after I got out of college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it was. But you were 15 years after me. True. Yeah. 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 So it, I did have big loan payments and I did live with roommates until. I mean, probably 14 years ago, right? 12 years ago, even. So I, I thought it was interesting because I, they, it was all the different looks at it because I mentioned the cultural issues, mm -hmm. right? Because it's not a big thing. And man, you want to talk about it. If you can do that and you're used to that and you can save that kind of money mm -hmm. and everybody, that's, that's incredible. So our parents who have boomerang kids that come back, are they putting like lease terms? Like, are you out know. after this long or is it indefinite? Here's what they say. And the, from the conversation, the articles I read uh -huh. and the conversations I listened to, they had negotiated agreements, which they said were very important. I could see that. Because otherwise. Set clear expectations right yes. up front so and, that no yes. one's yep. confused or has feelings that are hurt. Yeah. Non-negotiable stuff on a monthly basis. Yep. Right. Where it's like, oh, can okay, well, No. Yep. It, it, it that teaches responsibility as well. Yeah, right? it sets, I think it sets young people up for success in the next phase right, of right. their life. Yeah, it's it, it's a thing. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting to see because they say that 2008 is what r the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at about 15 years ago yep. almost now, right? And that was, of course, the beginning of the last real recession. Yep. And you can't, what are you going to do, right? And now- coming out of the pandemic, because a lot of them, again, moved back into home yep. during the pandemic because a lot of them lost their jobs or they could- Schools shut down. You couldn't do anything anyways. Yeah. So it was just families got back together and started to spend more time together. And some of them just decided to make a go of it. I could see there being some benefits and some perks to having adult kids in your house. What, what would they be? Well, I think just getting the extra time as a family and having a different dynamic because they're older and I, obviously we don't have adult kids, yeah. but I have heard from just contacts, people that I know whose kids are adults and they say that it, it can be really fun. Like going on vacation together and going to restaurants and doing things with your adult kids. Here's the question I have. And I agree with that because I honestly, I mean, you love your kids, right? And and I see the heartbreak with a lot of parents when they go off to college. Mm -hmm. right? They're like, oh God, it's gone. But here's the here's the thing that I, I think about because I'm always thinking ahead. If this happens and then this life kind of develops and it, and it becomes a norm, where does that end? You don't want your kids to be your roommates. Well, where, no, or where does that end? What do you mean? Where, where does the, the living at home end? Oh, that's why I asked. Like, are people putting like the time limit 
or yeah. or lease terms where like you can stay for a year and then you need to get out on your own or you can stay for two years. I I, I don't know if there's an, a necessarily time if there's timelines. I didn't that that never seemed to get brought. I was up. just curious, but the agreement seemed to be the amount of money. Got it right. So where does it end? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering because. There are, God, I read some ridiculous number and I think, God, I, God, I'd have to, I should have, I should have took more notes, but there was a, a substantial percentage, I think one in five close to it, who were still doing this into their early thirties. Mm. Right? That's, I, I well, mean, if it works for your family, I guess that's that's your choice. Yeah, but I'm, it. I just think that your kids would be missing out on some of the experiences of becoming an adult. Let's say that they become comfortable with bringing their significant other over, and they begin spending the nights, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. Some clothing gets brought over. And now you've got... Now you've... Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. I because do. Because when you're young and you have your own place and you start dating somebody and and you're dating on a regular basis, it's you often wind up with a dresser drawer. Yep. Right? And Nothing you, wrong with that. And you have the bathroom drawer yeah. and the toothbrush. And Nothing the wrong with that. Necessities. But when it's mom and dad's house... That's a little weird. <laughs> but it happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So where do you draw the line? And how does it end? What's the end game on Right, this? and you would hate for it to be, like, contentious. Like, where you're kicking your kids out. You know? Like, right. all right, that's I, enough. You you're, know what, you're done. You, you know what movie always comes to mind is Step Brothers. <laughs> Do you want to, You know what yes. I'm saying? And it's like... you. But I most, absolutely love that movie. But I don't want to... I don't want to, uh, you know, attach that stigma to all of the no. young, young people. Obviously, that, that movie is... Because I'm not... I'm... This is not about... Sing, uh, singling them out and picking on on younger people, adults that are living at home, because I agree with what we brought up earlier that it's a much it is a different time, and I think the big factor here for a lot of them is the ridiculous amount of student debt. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, I when I find out what some of these young people are paying, I'm like, you've got to be. You could. That's that's nuts. That's half of a house payment. Oh yeah, and and add cell phone, car, insurance, and that's before you're even looking at any, any living expenses. Right. So there, I mean, it definitely living expenses are outrageous. I remember my first apartment when I got out of the surface I, service. I had obviously rent, and I think it was like five fifty a month. I had a two bedroom mm-hmm. in Maplewood, right? When I was going to the U. Yep. Two bedroom apartment for five hundred fifty dollars a month. <laughs> Then the only case, other than my electric bill, right? The water utility, I think, was paid by the complex. I just had cable. And there was none of this internet and all this other sure. stuff. You paid like $50 a month for, for cable. Yep. And that was it. Yep. So light, internet, and, and now, rent. now what does a two-bedroom apartment in Maple I wonder, cost? You know, I wonder that. Because I, I li- it was $550 a month. And that was in Maplewood, and that was 30, not quite 30 years ago. I bet it's 1,500. 28, 28 years ago, 27. Minimum 1,000. Crazy. 
You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I bet it is. You know what I'm going to do? I should log on to the exact apartment complex if it's still there. And see if you can find find out how much rent is. Yeah. No, I get why why young people have to make that choice, and I get that there could be definitely definitely pros and cons on both sides of it. But I yeah. understand why it's happening. Oh, for sure, absolutely. I was, I just, but when they showed and talked to some of these individual individuals, I honestly sympathy <laughs> surface because I was like, you see a, a young man, I'm just, cause I'm relating to myself mm-hmm. and I remember what it was like being that age. And there was part of me, I could see, even though he wasn't expressing it, I could tell that, you know, there was a part of him, part of him that wanted to be out and, and be on his own, but he just simply could not afford yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm sure in a perfect world, a lot of them yeah. are maybe seeing silver lining and getting to spend some additional time at home, but probably would like to have, you know, quote unquote, the American dream. I, I wonder this, if you were to break it down, how many people do you think under the age of 25, 25 and under, how many of those, once they're out of high school, let's say college even, how many of them live alone versus with their parents or at least one roommate? Oh, God, I bet it's very few. At what? And p- it would depend on the part of the country that you were in, I think, too. Well, even here where we are, I'm wondering how many people that age could afford to live alone. Well, where we are, which again is, I would call it a small town rural Minnesota one bedroom apartments are a thousand dollars it's and it's by the way if you're abroad like we have a lot of listeners now with podcasting our town is just north Mankato Mankato just over 50,000 people yeah so it's not yeah it's it's not not not, not big at all but a one bedroom apartment I remember when I Noah was a baby and I was looking for a place to live I was by myself and I looked at an apartment and it was two bedroom and it was, I think $800. And this would have been about 10 years ago. It was $800 and it was terrifying. I left there in tears. I think most for multiple bedrooms, even two. Yeah. I think in this community right now, if you were to get what would be considered a family friendly environment, you're looking at no less than 1200 bucks a month. And that's insane. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I mean, I think there's quite a few of them that are around between fifteen hundred and two thousand. Yeah, and I know that's right. market rate, and I know that's I know. that's yeah. just what it costs. But it's like if you think about that, like that's a house payment. I know, literally. I know. That's, but but the problem is, and they they keep bringing this up as well, because they're so strapped for cash, they can't save enough to get the down payment. No. To get into a home, I know. or they don't have the credit rating due to struggles yep. as they were going through college yep. and, and then early in their lives. So it's it's a it's thing. It's like darned if you do, darned if you don't kind of situation. I don't see this getting better anytime soon. No, this is kind of a downer. No, it's not a downer. <laughs> I just think because right now, I mean, especially with the way mortgage rates right. are now. Right. I mean, well, it's not just... This boomerang generation, I don't think anybody's going to be buying a house <laughs> that doesn't have to in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, I mean, it's just going up, 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 and up. I think the difference on a $300,000 house, 
versus one year ago is over 500 bucks a month on payment. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And yeah. it's just going up. People are going to get comfortable where they're at. Well, yeah, exactly. Start working on the places they got. It'd be a good time to do some home renovations. Yeah, heck yeah. On that note, <laughs> if you're going to do any plumbing, electrical, or HVAC work, of course, you hear us talk about them all the time. We only at we only deal with people that we no, and we trust, and it is Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan's Electric in St. Peter. Give Holly a call. I'm telling you, not only will she a lot of the time save you money, you're going to get a contractor that's been in business for over 100 years, family-owned, and uh, they do do the job right the first time, and they'll get they'll get it done the way you want it. And we have a positive review from some podcast listeners that we do. Uh, gave Ryan a call, and they're working on a big um, master bathroom renovation, Yep, and they've been thrilled with the yeah. whole process of calling, talking to Holly, uh, getting an estimate, and so we love to hear that. So thanks for sharing your, uh, your yeah, we do positive appreciate review that. with us. We appreciate the feedback when you're dealing with clients that advertise with us. And uh, also, by the way, if you're going to have your furnace checked out, Last few nights, you probably figured out now would be the time to do that. Yeah, it was a little little brisk this morning <laughs> when I came downstairs. Well, we still had, because this is crazy. We went from 94 degrees, I think, with a heat index of 105 to a high of 64 the next day. Yeah, it was like... That's classic Minnesota summer to fall. Like it saw a state trooper. Unbelievable. <laughs> so we've got a link for Ryan's on our website. Uh, go to George and Jess. Dot com and I did have a chat. We'll get this uh, uh, talk up in a in, within a week or two, so here with uh, Matt from the CBD centers as well. He stopped by. Interesting things unfolding with that. It's by the way, exciting to see um, how their business has has grown and evolved and now catapulted. Yeah, uh, and, since some of the changes, and we've even got some local uh, bars now that have the THC products in in the cans, the seltzers mm-hmm. versus alcohol. Uh, in the bars, and you will start. That's a movement that is just move going, over hangover. It is. It's it's game over hangover, right? That's it. Yeah. That move movement over. is just going to continue to grow. But they've got some exciting new stuff coming, and uh, they are so busy they don't know what to do next. And they're always looking for help. By the way, yeah. If you've not been into the CBD centers, I always tell people I give you. I'm telling you, I'm just go in there. I'm going to give you a heads up, talk to them. That's the best way to learn. They know a lot more than we do. And we also have a link on our website for them as well if you go to georgeandjess.com. So any uh, boomerang generation out there, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I like to hear how the, why you're where you're at, you know, whether by choice or not. No, and no judgment. No, not curious. at all. It's because an interesting dynamic. That's you know, when, when people, I hate it when I hear old, the older generation say, well, they're just lazy and they don't want to get to work and they don't want to be independent. Again, they're not living in the world and growing up in the world that they did. And I think that there's a lack of understanding, specifically with Gen Z and a lot of the young millennials, yeah. about what it's really like out there and what they face as far as a job market, student loan debt, yep. and ridiculous rent prices and everything else. So... Uh, if you have that situation with your home, we'd love to hear about it. And again, we're not going to dime you out. <laughs> no, and you can you can direct message us. You can. You can DM us. So we'd love to hear from you. On that note, it is going to be, uh, looks well, if you like fall, it's going to be a beautiful weekend right around 70. Happy Friday. We'll talk to you Monday morning at 6 a.m.